So Jesus today talks to the Pharisees. The Pharisees are trying to supposedly be nice to Jesus. They're like, you know, Herod wants to kill you. You should probably leave from here. And But Jesus knows, of course, that they're just trying to get rid of him. And he says, uh, go and tell that fox. Uh, and so Jesus is definitely not saying anything um, that he means fox as in sly, not in sexy. That would be interesting. But Jesus tells the Pharisees uh, that to tell Herod that he casts out demons, and that he performs healings today and tomorrow, and on the third day I accomplish my purpose. And of course, he was ultimately referring to his resurrection that he would rise on the third day. And so, Jesus mentions these things. In the midst of, I mean, people did. They wanted to kill him. And people wanted to get rid of him. And yet he continued on. He says, I must continue on my way today, tomorrow, and the following day. For it is impossible that a prophet should die outside of Jerusalem. Jesus knew exactly what he was doing. He knew exactly what he wanted to accomplish. He knew what his purpose in life was. He had absolutely no hesitation. Now we were fallen human beings. Sometimes our conscience gets clouded. Sometimes um, our clarity of what God wants to, us to do gets muddled. But sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's crystal clear whether we read something in the Bible, some reflection that day, or maybe something someone says to us, or maybe it's just that we're fighting our sin. Know that we know that we don't, that God would want us to cheat on a test. That we know that God would want us to be chased with our significant other. Sometimes we know exactly what God wants us to do. Do we have the clarity of mind, the desire, the will to do what we know is right, what we know that God wants us to do? For you have one purpose in life, and that is to get to heaven, to become a saint. All other priorities come secondary to that. That you have a purpose to have a relationship with Christ. The other day, the gospel was you should follow or go into heaven through the narrow gate. And who is the narrow gate? as Jesus Christ. So we need to have a relationship with Jesus Christ and to desire to become saints. That should be our top priority. That should be our clarity. There are so many other things um, going on in our society, hot button topics, you know, battles for the mind, right? When we look at you know, media or social media, there are so many things that are contrary to our Catholic faith. And we may know that these things are wrong, but I think, you know, if we watch them enough times, we start to believe them. Maybe not in our, um, in our reason, but just maybe in the way that we act. 
Who is winning the battle for your mind? In the first reading, St. Paul talks about that we are not just fighting flesh, we're not just fighting other human beings, that we are fighting principalities, spiritual beings. That this battle between good and evil doesn't just happen on the visible plane. It also happens even more so on the invisible plane. When you're tired, you're at home, maybe by yourself, in your dorm room. Um, I never had all my homework done, but maybe you do. Um, And there doesn't seem to be much to do. But maybe to uh, get on um, your phone, on your computer, maybe to look at pornography, uh, to do whatever, to do things that we know aren't right. That's not just you. That's a spiritual battle. There are, I mean, we aren't talking about possession. No one's head is spinning, okay? Um, we don't need to do any exorcisms. But the devil, the devil uh, demons, they want to influence us. And so this battle is not just on the physical plane, but on the spiritual plane. Not just saying that to scare you. But it is, St. Paul is recognizing that there is a bigger battle than we can just see. That if we had the eyes to see, we could see the saints and demons fighting around us. And so we need to call upon the saints, to call upon the angels, especially our guardian angel. To ask them to guard us and to protect us from the influence of the evil one, the influence of the demons. Just because it's not just you, doesn't mean you can use it as an excuse. You can't just say like, you know, my dog ate my homework, you know, the demon made me do it, right? And we all have free will, right? But at the same time, this is a much bigger thing than just us. And we need to realize that. And to pray for help, for being, uh, to be guarded, to be protected. Because there is, again, no greater battle than between the good and evil. There's no greater purpose in life than to become a saint, to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And why is this? Because we are created for love. And the world will tell you that love is feeling, that love is pleasure. But St. Thomas Aquinas willed love, or defined love as willing the good of the other. God wills your ultimate good. He desires you to be in heaven. That is your ultimate good. And so how do we seek loves in this world that reflect that? That reflect our good? Rather than just to seek momentary feelings of pleasure, fleeting moments of maybe even feeling safe? But how do we chase after true love? After someone who wills our good? Again, so many times we chase feelings, we seek pleasure. And so many times we seek people, we seek situations that make us feel good, that affirm us. 
Because there are sometimes that we don't, I don't know, deserve to be affirmed, right? If I'm eating a gallon of ice cream, someone should not affirm me in that, right? I'm not going to feel good later. There are some things that we should not be affirmed in. And someone who truly loves us will tell us that we should eat a gallon of ice cream. That it's not good for us, that we're not going to feel good afterwards. And so we need people around us that will tell us the truth, that will challenge us to virtue, to holiness, that really truly seek our good. We don't need people around us affirming us of false things. We don't need people who are just trying to make us feel good or just give us momentary pleasure. And we need people around us that truly love us to seek our good. And again, our ultimate good is to to be pointed in in relationship with Christ. So do not chase after false feelings. Do not chase after false uh, pleasures. But rather seek after the truth and seek to both receive true love and to give good love, uh, true love. And that would be love that wills the good of the other. May we truly will the good of those around us. And may we surround ourselves with those who truly will our good. We are a Christian people. We are not meant to walk this life, this uh, journey of faith alone. So may we challenge each other to greatness. May we challenge each other to holiness. May we love each other enough to do just that.